to removing the cake, the place where perfectionists remove our superhero cake and discuss what it's like to wear our various titles, hats, and masks. We can pick them up at the end of the show, but for now, let's all relax. Time to get into the show. Hey everybody, welcome back to the show. I am so excited you are here today. And funny thing, last week's episode, um, it debuted on International Friendship Day and it was about friendship. Um, my episode with my best friend. I hope you all have listened to that one. If not, pause, go back and listen to that one and then come back to this one because they go together very well. Um, and then this episode, we actually recorded the interview on International Friendship Day. It's crazy how all those things work together well sometimes, so perfectly, even without us knowing it. And this conversation is a continuation of some things that we brought up last week and even from a different perspective, because last week we were looking at the concept of a best friend and someone you've known long term. This week we're looking at uh, new friends and a friendship group. A lot of times uh, we don't, some of us, I won't say all of us, uh, but we buy into the idea that I can't meet someone in my mid to late 20s, 30s, 40s, someone that is I connect with in adulthood and not have a deep connection with them because we do experience those times where you'll have someone that you meet that you may work with and you all build a great rapport and it seems like it's a great friendship. But as soon as one or both of you change careers and you're no longer working together, that friendship dies um, because we have experienced so many of those types of situations, sometimes we don't allow ourselves to be open to the idea of friendships developing in adulthood and the fact that they can be genuine. And I have the privilege of having that as a reality in my life. And um, my girlfriends and I have a great conversation today that I hope you all enjoy. Definitely hit me up on social media and let me know your thoughts about it. Let me know what your feelings are. If you agree, disagree, we just want to hear from you. You can hit us up on our social media at Removing the Cape or hit me up directly on my social media at I Am Ty Dimps. I hope you enjoy this segment. As we continue our conversation on friendship, I have three guests with me today. My girlfriends, cue the theme music. Can y'all hear it? I might add it, but then they might flag it via copyright. So if it's not here, y'all sing it in your heads because everybody know the girlfriend's theme song, okay? So I'm going to introduce them one by one. First up, we have Vaniki. They just started at Emory School of Medicine to become a physician assistant. Yes, my sister. Can we say goal setter and achiever? Now, we affectionately call her Mama V, even though she hates it. But it's because she's the one that looks out for everyone. She's extremely caring and has a heart of gold. Welcome, Vaniki, to the show, guys. Clap for Mama V. Yes. Don't do that. Oh, hey, y'all. 
Next up, we have the sunshine of the group. None other than Tia. Tia is the one... Yes, she's the one person that you will always know when she's in the room because she brings a contagious energy that makes everyone smile and often laugh until we cry. She spends her days teaching, guiding, and mentoring the next generation while being a leader in ours. She will believe in you and probably push you more than you believe in yourself. Tia's here, everyone. Welcome her to the show. Yo, yo, Tia on the ones and twos. Finally, we have the sophisticated Stephanie. I call her my twin because not only were we born on the same day, but we do share quite a few similarities. She's our nurse practitioner and a rising star in her field. Don't take my word for it. Just ask Mayo Clinic about her, okay? Somehow, she manages to balance her personal and professional life in such a way that she's always meeting the mark and always supporting others at the same time. Say hello to my twin, Stephanie, everyone. Welcome her to the show. Hi. Why am I waving? Hey, girls. Hey, my girlfriends. Hey, y'all. Hey. Hi. Hello. Thanks for being on the show. I know that I'm pulling you guys out of your comfort zones, um, but I appreciate you for, you know, joining me on the podcast today so we can really pretty much just have one of our private conversations in a public forum. Because that's essentially what I want to do today. Okay. So, No, it's fine. So I want to start with, you know, in a friend group, we know that there's always like different roles, like different people. And it just goes automatically. It's never really like, okay, this person, you're going to be this. But it just happens organically. What would you say are our roles? We'll start with Vaniki. Tia, Stephanie, what would y'all say these roles? And you can't say so she's gonna hate this, but we've she already is. introduced her. She's Mama V. Like she yeah. takes what care she of is. the group. That is yeah. what she, she is. is. Even when she tries mm-hmm. not to, like she still ends up like she can't help herself. She takes care of the group, and we like absolutely love her for that. I think we need that in our sisterhood or absolutely. in life period and friendship circles. You need somebody that kind of looks out for the group and kind of I don't want to say overseas. Come on, overseas. Overseas, huh? <laughs> overseas, V. It was right there. No. Overseer? Yeah, I almost stood up and danced just then. I'm not. You know she's, you know. Uh, she's holy now. I'm she just saying. I'm just saying. Oh, overseer. Overseer. I'm not. We, we need to get that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make that very clear, huh? <laughs> yeah. I agree with that. And it goes naturally with her personality because she is definitely the one that's always trying to help other people, always trying to make sure everyone else is good. So, of course, you know, just in our group, she is the one that's always trying to, are you okay? Do you need anything? Okay. Just check All right, in. I'll check in on you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> like, she can, that, she's just me. like a, a mom, though. Sometimes you can, she's like can sense things. Yeah, she um, can. Where mm-hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? Like, she'll hit you up randomly when you maybe haven't talked in a couple of days and 
She'll hit you up and be like, I'm just checking to see if everything's okay. Yeah. Um, so, like moms, people like, I was praying and I thought about <laughs> oh, you. Oh, overseer. <laughs> That's the minister. <laughs> These are all things that have really happened. So. Y'all not gonna talk about me like I'm not here. That, that's <laughs> she's she's really good with our personalities too, because like I know Ty mentioned that we can be called twins, right? Because we can be very um, reserved, closed off. We don't kind of speak on our emotions mm-hmm. often. And V has a really good way of pulling that out of out of us by kind of like sitting. She can be still with you yep. for so long. She just kind of draws. You know what? All right, fine. Let's just talk about it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> you're not gonna leave me alone. So. She's not. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'll just Fine, I'll say it. <laughs> or you're going to make me sit with this emotion that I'm trying to run from. Exactly. So, yeah. Yep. All right. That's that's Mama V. Can we move uh, on to the next one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay, then. I'm, I'm ready like to go. Subject. Yeah. <laughs> Tia. V Yo. is Steph. What? That's Tia's role. She is our energy. Our she energizer is. bunny. Yeah. Like we always yeah. jokingly say, Tia's here, everyone, when Tia comes in the room, because you know what her presence is made known. Um, yeah. Yeah. High energy, laughs, fun. Like she will not let you be dull or sad in any moment. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah. if you need to be, you know, she, when the time is appropriate, That's true. she can definitely simmer down. Mm-hmm. But right. um, any other time, turn up central. Um, yeah. It, 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 what? You you disagree? No, I'm, I'm agreeing. You can't tell. <laughs> right. Oh, that ain't me. Um, but yeah. definitely turn up central. Life of the party of the group mm-hmm. of of us. Of energy. Yeah. You know, I'm gonna get a shirt made that say Energizer Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> That's accurate. And you're right because it's not that she's never insensitive with it. Right. With sometimes. You know, some people that are high energy can be insensitive. Like, girl, what you crying for? Nah, if Tia hit you with a girl, what you crying for? It's more of a, all right, now, we've been down this road. You already know what to do. It's more of a motivational, right. but not an insensitive one. Right. Like, she's going to she's gonna push you. She's going to push you and, and motivate you. But, you know, make you smile and laugh all at the same time. She's definitely bad. Oh God! Yeah. Oh God! Yeah. She is everyone's yeah. personal trainer. Right. <laughs> oh, we appreciate what, it. What? <laughs> We're grateful for it, but we didn't really ask for it. But you know, we we appreciate it. We, we it. appreciate it. <laughs> She's gonna get you right though. But I appreciate that because you know sometimes when we observe other friendship circles, we'll be like, "Oh, they ain't got no friends," you know, because we. See, what do you mean can by I, that? Can I say, oh, wait, Ooh, okay. I feel like this is going in the Listen, okay. <laughs> you, you look at how, you know, life happens. And uh-huh. um, sometimes we v, let you go mean of we myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, know, I know for me, I have definitely put on a pound or two, but Tia is the type of person who would be like, uh, this is the year of medium for you, though. Yeah, like, you <laughs> We're not going to be walking. We're not, we're not about to be rocking around looking like busted biscuits. Now. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. No. I'm literally trying to pick up a shirt in this. Woman, I got you want to go hit the breeze? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm going to go hit the breeze. I think this is the year of medium for you. We are beyond medium. I was like, all right, fine. I just want to get the shirt off. It's okay. I know I'm going to that
That was hilarious. Tia will definitely let you know. Uh uh-uh, uh, that's that's not it. That's Somebody it. Oh, uh, see, this is the part where I wish it was video because she just pulled out a picture of a grand fit bitch. I just want y'all to know what it looked like. Uh, <laughs> the accuracy. The accuracy. Yeah, we can't. Real friend's not going to let you look like that. Yeah. No. She is not a real friend. And thank you, Tia, for not letting us look like that. Got you. <laughs> right. <laughs> okay. Next up, plan. Cynthia, what role does she feel? Oh my goodness! Well, not only is she our favorite A R P, right? Um, right. Yeah. You know, any ailment. Now she she be quick to say she all she off duty, but she know obviously if it's something that is dealing with us or is, is serious or anything, she doesn't hesitate to, uh, you took this, you took this, wait, you, you need to go get some of this, you know? So, um, she, but what would yeah. that role be V? She, she has- is our caretaker, but I also want to call her a quiet storm. I so like I'm coming like with you know what, you, you know what, very- you are wait. so on point v, that because is very I was going to put something in her intro about that, but I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm going to keep that out, but you're so on point. Absolutely. Thank you. I can yeah, because I love she will be Please do. the first to pop off in the group. Absolutely. If nobody try it. Don't touch my sister. Whoa. But you're so surprised <laughs> because she comes across as the quiet one in the group. Like, if you don't know her, yeah. um, she appears to be very quiet. She don't like you. But... <laughs> No, like, no, she's <laughs> all right. Um, but like Ty said, she would definitely pop off. She is very protective of all of us. Yeah. Um, she has been delivered from her her thug ways, kind of. So no offense to Duvalians, um, but she is tried and true. Mm-hmm. Tried and true. Very true. So our. I, we got to come up with a way to combine the caretaker or the provider and the quiet. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like both of those. Also, um, don't let the thug fool you. Um, she is saved too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, you better worship. Oh, <laughs> she's okay. a minister as well. You know, when, when you have conversations with her, she can be voice of reason. So she will either actually she'll give you both. So I'm gonna give you yeah. the thugs. I'm gonna give you what do you say? I'm gonna give you friend, and then I'm gonna give you sister. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And the sister conversation is more of the grounded spiritual. This is the mature route. This is what what we should do. What God God calls us to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. But as a friend, come. You know, we can right. pull up. We can pull if up. You want to? You gotta pull up. You know, no so you just say the word. Which way we going? <laughs> Quiet thought. I mean, you know, just yeah. best of both worlds. That's good. Mm-hmm. All right. And I'll let y'all, I guess I'll let y'all say my role. You nervous? She looked, yes, listen, I'm nervous. <laughs> I, got, I don't know why I'm covering my eyes when you're going to say it as if that helps. Right. Okay. So interestingly enough, we have another caretaker. Um, 
and that is Ty. Like she, um, we plan on having like a girl example. We plan on having a girls night. We go out, have a couple of drinks, and we decide we're going to go back to Ty's house. Oh my! And <laughs> the night ends with all of us. I'll just kind of fast forward. The night ends with all of us asleep on Ty's couch, tucked in, blankets, hair tied up, and bo- like literally the caretaker. Right, like, well, what? The night was supposed to be a celebration of Ty, by the way. <laughs> but we end up being taken care of. Like, how did how did we get here? How did this happen? Yeah. Um, she is our organizer. Very she organized. is. Like our time, she keeps us together. She keeps our schedule on point. We literally have a like a friend's notepad of our next event right now. <laughs> By the way, oh, I, I still can't figure out how to access that. But okay, that's another <laughs> Anyway, yeah, <laughs> we're fine. I'm sorry. Okay. Well, she also keeps us like um, she pushes us to be even better. I don't know if she realizes this to be our best self. So she kind of keeps us on track with our goals. Keep, keep check-ins with us about, all right, what's next, sister? What's going on? She encourages us like none other. Praise for us. I don't know if you remember this. This is like a while ago. There was a circle of about seven or eight of us. I think you had us in a group kind of goal setting. And in that group, we would put like what our goals were for the next year, how we want to accomplish them. And you literally, uh, twin, you called everybody in that group and checked in with them. Like you and I weren't even oh, that close at the time. Fun. It had to be maybe like five to six years ago, probably longer. And you kind of yeah. helped organize that entire group of people to be the, their best self. Like, and you took accountability to call each person, like, weekly, however the, often that check-in was, to make sure, hey, all right, I know your goals with this, this, and that. You said you want to do this. You organized the goals, like, by person, called mm-hmm. them, and kept them accountable for that. And I was like, who is this person? That was a while ago. That was maybe, that like, was. seven years ago. Mm-hmm. But I'm so glad you mentioned that because... Um, I think we all achieved at least one of those goals that we had um, shared with her however many years ago. Like grad school, and here we are. Wow. Yeah. I was definitely getting out of debt. Yeah. Wow. I don't remember. So. But, it's okay. I, but that's not uncommon. So. <laughs> I don't like that at all. That. I is a great person to brainstorm with. Mm-hmm. Um, she too is another voice of reason. Um, there, there's something about, uh, and, and you mentioned this in your podcast uh, towards the end of your perfectionist one, and you do this, and that's creating a safe space for us. Um, so mm-hmm. when you I check like in with us, um, there it really feels judgment free. And so we're able to say, this sucks. I'm having a bad day. I'm not happy. I'm not okay. And you'll be like, yeah, that that's not cool. Like, you don't, you're not quick to, to give opinions, feedback. You know, you just let us be in that moment. Um, mm-hmm. And it makes us comfortable. And so we definitely thank you for, for being our sisters. And I'd like to add, um, you also serve as a, a sounding board a lot for you being the only one that is married. Um, we'll have these random relationship or, or, you know, issues. And we're like, uh, so how does this work, Ty? Um, <laughs> is this supposed to sound like, it's feel like this? Or, you know, so uh, being able to talk to you about the success of your marriage and the success in relationships is um, very, very, very much a part of who you are. Mm-hmm. So. 
appropriately so for the podcast she wears so many hats and capes Mm -hmm. like super twin yeah (laughs) okay next subject because it's making me feel awkward i hate it Uh, (laughs) but no for real thanks guys so and transitioning from that into just our friendship development now we all know the song No New Friends and clearly oh we don't gosh. believe that because we became friends in adulthood. <laughs> now, you know, as much as you know, people will say no new friends, I met the three of you, like not just in college or anything, all post college. Um, and after college is usually a time where people have a hard time developing genuine friendships. Um, so kind of have a couple of questions out of this one. What do you think is the reason why people have a hard time developing friendships in adulthood? Uh, I'm going to go first because I don't want anybody to steal my answer. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Love the I think yes. it's because for one, right out of college and things, you're trying to find yourself. So you're not trying to add anybody to that because you you don't even I mean you don't even know you yet basically um, and that that's all that's all I want to say. go ahead <laughs> oh that's good <laughs> that's true though that's Same. true though like because like I mentioned it a little bit in um, last week's episode about having it being hard to be a friend to someone else if you're not friends with yourself. So yeah, that can, and that type of person who is trying to find their own identity can be very inconsistent and frustrating as a friend Mm -hmm. because they are all over the place. They can't see themselves. And not that we don't all have our own flaws or issues, but yeah, it's hard when um, you're still searching for your own identity in life. And to add to that, I would think that we're not even aware of our own self-discovery path right out of college. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I think our Mm -hmm. initial focus is on getting a job. Um, But we're not necessarily thinking about who am I as as a person? Um, What are my likes, my dislikes? Um, What triggers me? What makes me happy? You know, like we're not not there yet. and so I think that's like that um, ignorance or just not even being aware of this journey or this path that we're on kind of contributes to why it's difficult to um, develop sustaining and lasting friendships shortly after college or out of college. I yeah. think so. Um, also, friendships are like or are a form of relationships, right? So they all take work uh-huh. and you have to be like adulting is difficult. So you think about this post-college period where you are job, relationship, marriage, plus or minus children, um, just kind of yeah. on this self-discovery path. And some people are plus or minus being self-aware. And now you try to add new friendships, not people that have gone with you on this journey, kind of like seeing you progress, but like new friendships that right. are like, take time to build because you don't walk into a room mm-hmm. like and just pour your heart out. Most people. To everyone that you right. see, it's kind of like it takes time to build that trust, that foundation, and likes, dislikes, um, the personalities meshing, and things that you know aggravate certain people, and when you can or can't come to this person about some issues, and so they take time to cultivate those friendships. And some people in adulthood just feel like they don't have time for that, like not new friendships anyway. Um, 
Yeah, that that's true. And that is something that I've heard before. Like you don't want to, people don't want to go through the getting to know you period in a friendship. It's hard enough in a romantic relationship. I got to do it in a friendship too. So like, uh-uh, and I got an, I don't know the type of person you are. At least I know what I'm getting with this friend that I've had for 15 to 20 years. I just met you and you seem cool, but I don't know your life. And I don't even know who I'm associating myself with. Because you may be cool with me, but I don't know what your personal life is like. And then now that's attached to me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's my homegirl. And they're like, really? You sure? That's the type of person you hang out with? (laughs) So that, that can definitely be a risk, which is understandable. Uh, when it comes to developing friends in adulthood, one thing that I thought about before is that, you know, when we're taught as kids, like how to make friends, it's just you go outside and play with them or you met them at school and, oh, they gave me a pencil. That's my friend. But we're never truly taught how to build friendships. So when we get to adulthood, it's like, okay, I don't know how to do this. Like, I don't, like, what do I do? Do I let you borrow my pen and now we're friends? <laughs> like, does it still work the same way? Like, if we go get coffee, are we now instantly friends? It's it's kind of like we never are taught how to be a friend. Um, specifically, like, this is how you build a friend. This is how you build a friendship, like, do you ask somebody, hey, will you be my friend? Like, you know, because even thinking about our relationship, we were um, recently trying to figure out, okay, when did this start? This group, like, when did our group mm-hmm. get solidified? And we had to go back in time and kind of trace it down to see when it started. And it was just something that was organic. And, mm-hmm. you know, we all get questions all the time about our friendship, but it's like, you know, people wonder, like, how did that start? It just happened, you know, (laughs) it it just, (laughs) it just organically happened. But I think that one thing that was essential is that we all were open to it. We weren't in a space of no new friends. And I can't, you know, open myself to, you know, in my mid 20s, late 20s now have brand new close friends that I didn't grow up with, which unfortunately is very rare, but it is something that I'm grateful that we did because I'm so happy to have my sister. (laughs) 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 Because it's not that you don't have other friends and it's like, you know, we all have other friends and different types of friends and, you know, different circles of friends. And, you know, that leads to my next question. How do you manage your different friends and different types of friends? (laughs) Stephanie? We all became friends later in life. I mean, I hate saying later in life because it sounds like we're AARP members, which we're not. But (laughs) we became friends after college. So we all already had existing close friendships that, you know, we're totally different. And some of our circles are different from this one. And one thing that I think sometimes people um, don't know how to do is balance their friendships and, or 
or even know, okay, this group I can do this with. And then this one I know is over here. And then these two might not mix well, but then I can mix group C and A. I can't mix A and B, but I can mix <laughs> C and A. <laughs> like, you know, understanding those different um, dynamics because our friends are all different parts of us, but then each part ain't going to mix well. But yeah. So how do you, how do you, you want to start with that one twin? Or I wasn't going to force it, although I thought it might be great for you to start it, but I wasn't going to force it. <laughs> so clearly my sisters are very petty, but I love them anyway. Um, yeah, so I have a lot of different uh, friendship circles and some that I like, I have a group of okay. friends that I've known, the crew, shout out to the crew. I've known them like literally almost all my Hi, life. Crew. And so we interestingly enough, I've learned how to like manage expectations in friendships, especially like new friendships, because you may have a group of friends that you've known for 20, 25 years that kind of, it, it works, it flows and you know, you know what to expect, but then you have a new group of friends in adulthood and you can't expect the same thing from that group of friends that you get from the ones that you've known for 25 years. It doesn't take away from that friendship. It just means there are different levels of expectations from each group of friends. And I think people can say like, I don't like it when people say that, oh, you've known them longer, so that group is more important. I think that time, you can't put a time limit on friendship because there are things that we share with just okay. the four of us in the past five to six years that other friendship circles that I'm a part of just can't experience or can't relate to because mm-hmm. it's just different. Um, and being careful not to compare the two because yeah. different groups serve different purposes at the same time in life and being okay with that. Um, That's good. Very nicely put, Stephanie. No. <laughs> and, and that's really good. I think what you said about longevity is huge because, um, unfortunately, there is kind of this unwritten rule that if someone has been my friend for 15, 20 years, then, of course, they are higher up on the hierarchy when it comes to friendship. And that may not be the case at all because you can be friends with someone for two years and have been through more stages and phases with that person, more deeper situations and higher highs than someone that you've been friends with since you were two years old. But, you know, it it can be different. Also, the role that you play in each other's lives can be different because sometimes that friendship that's there just out of longevity is just there out of habit. Yep. And not really that you're fulfilling a purpose or a goal in my life as far as, you know, it's a mutually beneficial relationship where like we just went through and talked about the roles that all of us play in each other's lives. You know, sometimes I know I've had this with a former friendship before I was like, wait, what role are you playing in my life? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, yes, you've been here for this long period of time, but I can't think of a role that you play. Right. And it gets to a point where it almost feels forced. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and like romantic relationships sometimes, it's like, okay, nothing bad has happened for me to feel like I have to cut this off, but I do feel like this is stuck. So do I just stay in it? Like, how do I transition out of that friendship? 
the you shook your head mightily there like that resonated with <laughs> yeah. you, sister. I wasn't yeah. even thinking about it when I said it, but <laughs> I mean, there comes a time where you just have to be honest with yourself, and um, and and then be honest with that person um, to say that this is. And it sounds harsh and it, and it can be painful and a difficult conversation to have, but, you know, this is no longer serving a purpose um, or, you know, the purpose has been served. Thank you for your time. And I don't want to say service, but friendship. Wait, Thank you for your time. <laughs> I don't I mean, I, I definitely don't want to sound cold and sensitive, but at the same yeah. time, as Ty mentioned, we literally just went through and discussed the ways in which we pour into each other's lives. Yeah. And sometimes we find ourselves in these lengthy friendships where we may be doing all the pouring. And, and now that you stay in relationship, right you know, because of um benefit, but it's like where's the reciprocity? Like where absolutely where is the give and the take? And if and if this is becoming draining and if, if it's becoming heavy and if it's a burden to me. Yeah. Bye bye. Yeah. And I I love that reflection period, like really going through that, you know, and thinking about how is this like, I, okay, real talk, not bragging on myself. I know what I bring to your life, but what are you bringing to mine? But how do we then realistically like end in end a friendship? Like how do you break up with a friend? <laughs> Me? I'm looking down. Right. I'm like, I'm going to I'm going to look down. You know, um, I'm calling it down. I'm going to it, what I alluded to earlier, it, it really takes an honest conversation. And I will be honest here and say that I didn't handle in the beginning of the end. I didn't handle that process uh, correctly. Um, mm-hmm. But there was definitely a self-reflection moment for me. And at the time, I had been going through a lot of heavy stuff in life, um, a lot of family sickness, death, um me trying to progress and, you know, applying for grad school again and all of that. And I realized that the three of y'all were my go-to people and y'all the ones who knew about a lot of things that were happening. And there were other people in my life who had been in my life much longer than you all. And they knew nothing. And it was in that moment where I'm like, again, what is this, this friendship serving um, and then I would reflect and, and co- I know that we're not supposed to compare, but I did. It was one of those. How honest am I able to be with this person compared to the other people that I call a friend? And if there's a certain level of um, if if that was a superficial friendship, then what was that? Um, so after I had that self-reflection moment and, you know, came to terms with it with myself, um, then it was time to have the conversation. And it was difficult. And it was like a breakup, which is which sucks. Um, but it was necessary. Um, and for me, it it just, it was like, I I wish nothing but the best. There are no hard feelings. No, you know, I don't want any bad thing to happen to, to, to those people who we walk away from at the same time. It's it's just, it's what's best for, for me and where I am in life currently. Yeah. Did I ask a question? Yeah. (laughs) 
I think you did. Did anybody have anything to add or you? <clears throat> Ooh. You said me? Uh-huh. <laughs> um, I I agree with that as far as the conversation um are necessary of being honest because and sometimes it takes time to have that conversation, especially if it's an emotional situation, speaking from experience. Sometimes you have to um take a breather and say, okay, we'll pause here and then we'll sit down and have a real conversation when all these emotions settle. Um because with friendships you want as with any relationship, you want to make sure that you're not speaking strictly out of emotion and that you are clear headed, like, okay, I want to make sure that what I say, because I, I feel like I want to say some very strong things. I want to make sure that I don't regret them and I mean them. Um, and I know for me, I had to make sure that the things that I was feeling in that moment were on point and not just a reflection of the situation that had occurred. Um, but yeah, those real conversations are necessary. And then I think being honest with the person about why the friendship must end. Um, for me, it wasn't about the conflict. It was about the person's reaction to the conflict. Because I can have a conflict with my friend. That it's going to happen. We will, you know, have them, but, you know, when we have moments of conflict, is your reaction to now try to destroy my character? Are you trying to, are you reacting to me as if we were never friends? You're treating me like an enemy. Um, and that's a different perspective for me. Like, we can have disagreements. It will happen in friendships. We get through them. We'll talk through them. But for me, um, it was important in that situation to explain, hey, this is why I don't think this friendship can continue because I don't feel comfortable having someone close to me that does this. Um, and I think that it's important to tell friends why, hey, I can't do this or I can't continue to do this because of this reason, because it is a relationship. And like you said, V, it can be like a breakup. And just like you want that closure in a breakup, I think that it's important and valuable in a friendship as well, because in the friendships that I've had that have ended, I have definitely had moments of reflection. Like, okay, how could I have, you know, responded to this differently or, you know, like V was just talking about how she managed certain things. Like you want to have that, but if you don't have that moment of closure, you won't know. With talking about conflict, um, I wanted to get into like conflict, conflicts within a group, because that can often be an interesting dynamic when there are multiple people. Like one-on-one -on -one is a little different. Like if you're just you and one person have a, a friendship and y'all have issues, that's different. But within a group, sometimes it can add a different layer to the conflict. Um, what are your thoughts on kind of, and I think this has been a benefit for us of being friends 
post-college as opposed to being a little younger. I think we brought in a lot of things that we've learned, <laughs> maybe some mistakes that we've made in the past and things that we were like, okay, well, I'm going to try this out. Um, but what are some things that you think help with dealing with conflict in a group? And what do you think makes it worse? So I'll start. I know that you guys uh, touched on effective communication, essentially, when you're ending a friendship and how important that is. And I think the same is true for ongoing friendships. Um, talking to people like you consider friends is so important. And I know sometimes in friendship circles, because we kind of use each other as like sounding boards, hey, this issue happened with so-and-so. I just want to, I'm not trying to bash a person. I just want to make sure that I'm in the right mindset. Am I tripping? I'm not trying to vent to you, but I just kind of want to make sure before I approach this person that I'm not in the wrong or could you give me like, you know, an unbiased opinion because you're friends with both parties. Um, right. But we have to be careful because that advice or guidance from another friend can often turn into a vent session or a bashing session unnecessarily about another person that we both consider a friend. And so I mm-hmm. think if you first emotions have to be checked at the door by both parties, right? So if you have a conflict with a friend, remember, as you said, Ty, this person is still or was once your friend. So address them as such. Check your emotions. Mm-hmm. The emotions will be high because you are emotionally connected to this person. You are a friend. Um, but be sure not to hit below the belt as sometimes we can because you know you have mm-hmm. those tools because you are friends with this person. Um, mm-hmm. And have the conversation sooner than later. The more we put it off, the more it kind of gets buried. And just like relationships, the more you bury stuff under this rug, like the messier and dustier it gets when you try to bring it out, all out. And then you wonder why you're blowing up about small things. And really it's about what happened five weeks ago that you never addressed. Um, so if you can have like check your emotions, have the conversation with that person, because although we're all friends, Ty can't fix my issue with Tia by me going to Ty. Mm-hmm. But Nikki can't mm-hmm. fix my issue with Ty by me going to her. We have to have the conversation right. with that person. And if you feel yeah. like you need to check your emotions first, check your emotions. But I think ourselves and the other friend we go to have to be also accountable. Like, hey, I, well, this is not a vent session. You came to me to check that. And at the end of the day, I always tell my friends, mm-hmm. talk to that person. Because I can't fix your issue with them. That's probably why she's still friends with everybody from the sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> but still, and, and I have to, not I have to, but I want to say um, that Stephanie really inspired me to be a better friend in observing her with her crew, um, mm-hmm. seeing how um, they interacted with one another and how. They, you know, appreciated each other's differences and was very supportive of each other. Watching that helped me to be like, you know what? Let me let me be better. Um, so I said it in a jokingly petty way, but I, I mean it in all sincerity like that. What she said is what really, I think, helps to maintain friendships and resolve the conflicts that will naturally come up. Yeah. yeah. Because they will happen. It's not that. You know, I think sometimes, and it's sad, but you see it more so in friendships amongst women where there's no room for a disagreement, opposing thought, or just a human moment. There's no grace offered for a friend to make a mistake or anything. And um, it's like at the first moment where things aren't perfect, then, oh, we're done. Um, and it's how do you bounce back from that? And I love what you said about the person 
that is kind of the mediator or the middleman, making sure that they don't get involved with it. Like, it's okay to be that mediator or be that one that is that sounding board, but then sending them back to the friend or sending back to like, hey, okay, I hear you. No, you're not off. I get your point, but you still need to go to them. Like, you can't bury this. You can't, um, you know, just talk to me about it, get off your chest and be done with it. Um, It has to be resolved and fixed, Um, similar to how we were doing a romantic relationship. Like if I'm been into one of y'all about my husband, one thing I do know is y'all going to listen to me. Y'all going to check me if I need it. But at the end of the day, it's going to be like, all right, go home. Bye. Bye. Right. <laughs> and I think that, that being honest in friendships is important too, right? I think you have to be a, in a circle of friends that you can check each other because your friend may come to yeah. you like, hey, am I wrong? And you may actually say, yeah, you are. Like, try to see it from this, like, see it from this point of view because I've maybe gotten it from all of y'all. <laughs> But we are not like yes, right. yes, women. When we just say, "Yeah, girl, you're right." Like I agree with everything you're saying. No, like check yeah. your friends. Like you have to check your friends because if not, you like you had your friends. I'm looking crazy for real. Like no, yeah. we need accountability and friendships for sure. And yeah. we got to be okay with being checked. Yeah, and I think that's yeah. that's a big piece of it. Um, you know, we like to walk around like we got it all together and like we, you know, are perfect and don't make mistakes. And so when people come for us, even, you know, friends included and saying, mm-hmm. V, I don't think you should have said it that way. Um, it's real easy to get defensive and be like, well, y'all don't understand and y'all can go get rocks and blah, blah, and just shut down. And you you should not. It, it, it's natural, uh, but you should combat it when it does happen and, and be receptive to the feedback that your friends are giving. Um, because if they're true friends, they're giving it because they love you and they want what's best for you. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good because that is often a challenge um, where it's, I can't be honest with my friend because she won't hear me. If I tell her the truth, then it's going to be an issue. She's going to pop off. So then I just, you know, I remain surface with her because I can't go any deeper because if I tell her, hey, sis, that wasn't cool, or hey, I know you're still doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, you're looking a little insane. Uh-huh. <laughs> and you can't say that because the last time you said it to her, y'all didn't talk for three months. Right. So that that is true, being open to receiving that. Um, but I think that shows that sometimes people want, they want to have a friend, but they don't want to be a friend. Ooh, you just said, that was a word. Oh my God. That was a, that's, that's hold on, that's a Facebook but, that, uh, what you just said? But that's true. People want to have a friend, but they don't want to be a friend. And sometimes when you, you know, having a friend, you have a supporter there. You have somebody that has your back. and But at the same time, you also have someone that is going to check you, someone that's going to pull you to the side and say, uh-uh, that's not, that's not cool. You, I know you said this, but you're doing this. Someone that will be honest with you. And, you know, in our group, we've done that for each other collectively as well as one-on-one. Like we've had sidebars just individually, like, hey, uh uh-uh, 
no, no, no. But then we've also just added, had a kumbaya. Um, okay, so we want to talk to you. Right. Oh, right. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, okay. <laughs> We're concerned. <laughs> right. So, but I think those are the things where, um, you know, people get friendships confused where it's like, it's not just your happy hour person. Right. You're right. Like, it is more than just the wine buddy because one thing I know for our group, it goes so much more. We've had way more deeper and real moments than we've had drinks. Listen. Like, <laughs> listen, a pause for that. <laughs> yeah, so it, it definitely. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely um, is real where, you know, it it has to be that openness um, to receive that that spark that comes from the iron sharpening the iron um, in that friendship process, which I know one of the things that has helped me, I know earlier, you know, y'all were talking about me being the only married one when it comes to relationships, but at the same time, my just relationship with my girlfriends has helped me and still helps me be a better wife. Like it's important. Like we play different roles in each other's lives. And, you know, I think that is, it goes, I think a lot of times people miss out on personal development and personal growth because they're not open to, receiving um that check from your friend and like you said the it can be hard an initial reaction can be to you know get defensive and shut down because i know i can be Easy. guilty of it but then i'm like I am too- all right <laughs> what you say now what wait and give, then me, give me a second give me a second oh okay, okay. Right, exactly <laughs> exactly I, I have an attitude as you're saying it but then i it just keeps I keep playing in my head. I just keep hearing it over and over. And I'm like, all right. <sighs> You're right. And I think as we get comfortable in friendships, like the person giving that that love, like that tough love is usually like, all right, I see your face and I'm going to love you anyway. Um, here's why I think yep. you should do this. And I saw yes. this and I don't think that was cool. Like you, you, you're giving love to that person. I think that that, mm-hmm. that makes all the difference. Like we know that we, I'm telling you this because I love you. Yeah. Because you know your friend and you know that they're not snapping at you. They're not, you know, it's like, it's not at I'm snapping at you. I'm reacting like this because I'm mad at you as a person. It's you hit something in me that's sensitive. Mm -hmm. Like that's really where it comes from. So it's like, okay, but because I love you, we're going to fix this. So here's our problem and let's get it together. Okay. As Tia would say, okay, woman of God. Right. I wonder nowadays how many of us actually um, give friendships time to get to that point um, to where we are receptive um, to the check um, or are we just so quick to shut down, which is that natural defense and then shut out. Mm-hmm. That's just, 
I think in adulthood, it does make it more difficult to kind of get to that point again, because you, you, you have, I've grown up with these other people. I'm living life. I'm adulting. I don't have time to kind of figure out how to communicate with this new person. Like, I could be having another issue mm-hmm. in a, a romantic relationship and now I have to figure out how to communicate with someone that's supposed to be a friend of support. But I think it takes time and adult friendships to get to that point. And it's so beneficial if you allow the time and growth for that. I mean, look at us. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. <laughs> I think Agreed. we have all had our growing pains and we, yeah. we grew through those pains and here we are. Yeah. We still together. Uh, like gorilla, gorilla glue. Gorilla <laughs> glue. The gorilla glue story. <laughs> it really is a story. I wish y'all could see the video. Yeah. But since it's not a video podcast, they can't see the video. Isn't that just it's that's amazing. amazing. I'm so glad. So glad. Here she go. Here she go. Yeah, well, God, I thank you. <laughs> if anyone's wondering, T is now having a laughing fit about our Gorilla Glue story. Um, Which, thanks to our brother, was posted yeah. on Facebook some years ago. Yeah. It, At least it wasn't me. We're on Facebook. I am not going to give you too much information because I don't want anyone going searching for it. If you've yeah, seen it, you've movie. just seen it. Okay. It's worth a view. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was just saying it's worth a view if you can find it. That's all. That's oh, all gosh. We could have made some money off of that video. I'm just saying. <laughs> Our struggles. Okay. Tiffany's the only one not laughing, it's right? Not <laughs> it's quite no, hilarious. It's so sad. Um, okay. And my last question before we get to our fill in the blank exercise, um, I want to talk about supporting each other through like difficult and challenging times. Um, sometimes, well, all the times in friendship, things go in, there's an ebb and flow where one person may need support at one point and then it shifts just based on how life happens. Um, And sometimes when difficult situations occur, that can be where friendships are strained because one person may feel isolated or they're not feeling supported. Um, And I think that we have kind of navigated some difficult times together. What would you all say has been have been the keys that has helped us manage some difficult times in life. I think we show up for each other, like all of us. And that has been huge. You can call somebody a friend because some people use that term loosely. Um, but it's in those moments and not in the, again, the friend you go and have a couple glasses of wine with, not the, not the wine cellar where, where the real friendship is built, but in those difficult moments when you need that support and that person shows up for you. It could be a phone call because life happens, you know, and you can't always physically yeah. be present. It could be literally looking up. Um, and it's a personal story. Um, at a viewing from my grandmother that passed away several years ago and me being the strong friend, I'm holding on to the very end. And I, I had one of my sisters on my other arm and I finally broke and my friend showed up for me. Right. So I think just show up for each other, like be there and not just the good, fun, laughable times, but 
when times get difficult, even if you don't know what to say, they didn't say anything at that moment. They just held me, and that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah. I got chills. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I'm not going to cry. <laughs> something developing in my eye, just in the right eye. Right Gangster V. Thug V. Showing up is very, very... Um, important we 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 joked about it earlier but it's so true we really do have a pull-up ministry um we, do. we know where each other lives mm-hmm. um and and i can attest to the fact that even when my sisters don't know where i live they become private i or now i'm not gonna say where i live but if they don't know where i am um when my grandfather died they didn't have the physical address to my grandparents house but they called the funeral home to figure out where flowers were being sent, you know, just to get those details. And the morning of the funeral, I opened the door and there they were. Um, and I just, of course, broke. Um, when my brother was killed, I called Ty um, because I knew that she had the flexibility to answer the phone and to speak with me at the time when I got the memo. And she was like, where are you? And I'm like walking along Riverside. And 10 minutes later, I see her and Des literally pull up um, and then, you know, they they came and walked with me the rest of the way. I had no idea where I was going. I just left my job. Um, so that that pull up piece and that being there um, in the good times and the bad is it, that's. Yeah. Thank you. Because <laughs> that, that's when it, it And I'll speak from the. I'm not the serious person, y'all. I don't really like being serious. Um, in case you can't tell, I let them talk and do all the serious talking. Um, but <laughs> um, I will say that I I always know that if anything was to happen or anything goes down, like I said, like they're saying, um, them being there. Um, as a matter of fact, for my birthday this year. Um, Parents had a little something at my house. And of course, who would they call my sisters to surprise me? Because, you know, we all in lockdown. It's 2020 and COVID is out and around. Um, mm-hmm. They call my sisters and I'm sure that there was, you know, it was not, not a big deal. Oh, Tia birthday, cool. We're, we're going to my um, her parents' house. And we're going to celebrate her birthday during, like you, like you say, in the good times and the bad. So just knowing that I... Try to not be insensitive. Um, I, I'm always going to be there. Um, now I'm going to provide a little bit of laughter without being insensitive. Um, but it's necessary, but, right? Right. But knowing, yeah. and it gives me a sense of pride as well, knowing that I can be there for my sisters, um, even when I'm not the super serious type. Um, but knowing that they appreciate the fact that I, I'm willing to go to the ends of the earth for you because why are you my sister? Yeah. And that's for example, um, Tia would drive yeah. to the ends of the earth. Tia lived on the opposite side of town from me at one point and I live alone and I was stuck inside of this really cute dress that I had on. So oh my, my sister decided to literally <laughs> drive across the bridge <laughs> to meet me at Waffle House parking lot to unzip my dress because I couldn't oh get out God. of it once I got home. Like, we'll drive to the ends of the earth to unzip her sister's yes. dress. No, well, I did record it. You will record it. I laughed the whole time. Yeah. 
And even on the oh serious note, I got into a car accident one time and I was happened to be on the phone with Tia. She's like, where are you? I'm pulling up. And I mean, serious, Tia pulled up, um, walked up like, what's wrong? You all right? You good? Who I need to check? Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's, yo, it's okay. I'm all right. You got to ask those questions. <laughs> That's important. You know? Right. Yeah. <laughs> but again, because I show think, up. Right. We show up. And, you know, it's not that, like with Tia, I know you're saying you're not the super serious one, but you don't approach with the joke. You, you survey the, the moment. You're like, okay, where are we? Are we okay? I need to make sure everything is good before I'm trying to bring the high energy. And that because when you need to be serious, oh, you are. <laughs> you absolutely yeah. are. And then you're like, okay, who we getting? What we doing? What happened? What at? Like, you're ready. <laughs> and sometimes, right, because now with you, when you go to that moment, it's hard to pull you back. Whew. My Lord. It, <laughs> just don't get me there. I'm a very happy person. Just don't get me there. And we're good. So, yeah. So, you know, you, you definitely, um, you know, bring the energy that's needed for the moment. And it is necessary because sometimes, like, you know, life can be rough and sometimes I just want to laugh if I'm dealing with something serious, like, yeah. but I don't know I need to laugh or that I want to laugh. And you will naturally find something or do something that, you know, makes those tears turn into a smile. And it's necessary. It's necessary. So, yeah, that pull-up ministry, we've, we've all experienced and it's, it's real. And yes. I think it definitely is the foundation of our support. I do. I end each guest segment with a fill in the blank exercise. I'm going to read the statement and you guys are going to just finish the sentence for me. Now, no explanations, just one word or phrase to end the sentence. Okay. Y'all ready? I'm nervous. Mm-hmm. All right. Me too. <laughs> All right. I enjoy working out. Yes. Eating. Wait. Taking naps. I like it. Okay. I hate. Hold on. You don't answer these questions? Uh-uh. Yeah. It's Ty, a friendship you segment. You have to answer it too. Okay. It's a friendship segment. Okay. Fine. Y'all see how they boss me on my own show? Fine. <laughs> <God>. Okay. <laughs> um, I enjoy. These days, I enjoy taking a nap. I hate. Ignorant people. Okay. Ooh, Liars. I do too. Oh, those are both good answers. That was really. I hate that troll. Too still. Mm, not listening. Can I say close-minded people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I wish. I had a million dollars. I think I wish the same thing. <laughs> COVID would just, you know, Jesus. Be over, done. Heal us in Jesus' name. That's too much. Okay, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> holy. <laughs> so holy. COVID would come to an end. Period. Mm-hmm. Dot, dot, dot. I wish I could lose weight and eat everything I want to eat. 
<laughs> drop your body off at the gym and pick it up later. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like I wish I could eat whatever I want and and not feel not have to worry about the calorie <laughs> or anything. Oh. Yeah. That's a good one. I fear. Mm. Failing. Fail. V took the words out of my mouth. Uh, not being good enough. Yeah, I think. Uh, um, I think I would probably say not being good enough, or like not completing my goals, like not seeing things through. Um, all the way. Yeah. I love the sound of laughter. My sisters. My fa- yeah, my sis, my family, which includes my sisters. <laughs> yeah. I think I I would say the same thing. I love the people in my circle. Right. I miss outside. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you sound real upset about that. <laughs> I miss pre-COVID life. Traveling. That, that's yes. Oh my God, traveling. traveling. Yes, that's perfect. That's my answer. Traveling. Mm. That's so much. I miss my sisters because I moved. There soon. Ooh, ooh. No, yeah, but I'm not gonna tell you to come back because you're not supposed to come back. But Wait, we'll just come see. Oh. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I want the scholarship that I applied for. Yes, in Jesus' name. Hands are lifted. The cops arrested who killed Breonna Taylor. Yes, that's it. That's what I want. I want the killers of Breonna Taylor arrested. Yes. And charged and found guilty. I know I already answered Correct. that question, but let me just that Correct. <laughs> that's right. Because arrest that's means right. nothing. We can't Absolutely. guarantee. Hello. Yeah. Charged. Yep. I think. Wait, Tia, did you answer I want? I want to continue to be a blessing in the lives of the students that I um am able to mentor and be around. That's good. That is good. That's really good. That's so beautiful to you. Thanks. I think way too much. Can I include I overthink? um, Just kind of put a free word in there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Oh my God. mm So all us do that, we need to work on that. We need to work on that. Lord. Yeah. Yep. I can be what I want to be. If I were to do all things through Christ who strengthens I'll be where I want to be. I know I can. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. I love it. Um, Tia, better come. Okay, so Tia gave us the word. Hello, Tia. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know a little word now. 
Just kidding, guys. Just um, kidding. I can be great. Yes. Mm. Relax a little. Mm-hmm. 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 That's good. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've all been forced to with yeah. COVID. Yeah. All right. Um, last one. I am. I am a oh enough. Oh, I like that. Oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one, Stephanie. Yeah, okay. that's really good. Can you see that? <gasps> oh wow. I wow. See. On Faniki's phone she has a wallpaper that says I am enough. I love it. I am going to say I am worth it. I am trying not to be a perfectionist, but strive for excellence. Trying. I like it. What you got to you? Mm. I am fierce. Yes. Yes, Yes, you are. Mm -hmm. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) thank you for being on the show this week i appreciate you guys i love you so much thank you for having us thank you for having us thank you so much for tuning in today i hope you enjoyed the show and tune in again next week Be sure to subscribe and rate the show wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Share with a friend or family member and follow us on social media at Removing the Cake. Check out our website at www.removingthecake.com. Whatever superhero cape you have to pick up and wear today, I hope it's a bit lighter and your smile's a little brighter. See you next week.